0: Hallelujah. Somebody just say this with me. Say, I'm free. Say, it's nothing like being free. Now, I want you to look at somebody this time. Look look them right in the eye and tell them, you don't understand what I'm saying. I'm free. And there's nothing like being free. Find one more person and just look them right in the eye and tell them, listen to me really don't understand what I'm saying. I am free. And there's nothing like being free. Now, why don't you lift up your voices and just thank God for freedom, freedom to love, freedom to dance, freedom to praise God, freedom to live like Christ. Just freedom, spirit, soul, and body, Father. We thank you for freedom tonight, Father. And whom the sun sets free is free indeed. If you, and if you did the devotional this morning, anyone can tell me, when did He actually set you free? This answer is not in there, but I'll give you credit for the answer that is in there. When did He actually set you free? First part of that answer is over 2,000 years So he set you free before you were ever born. Somebody might catch that on your ride home tonight. So you were literally born a free person. Then, when you became born again, he sealed the deal. Come on, somebody. So you're not trying to get free. You didn't come here tonight to get free. You just got to receive the freedom that he's already provided for you. Come on, free people, give God glory for that in this place. And, And it's such a revelation of God's grace. You know, we're not trying to get healed. Listen to me, I am healed. What are you talking about, Pastor? I just got diagnosed. Yeah, that might be a physical fact. But the truth is, you are healed. And watch this everyone you meditate on the most that's what will manifest in your life either the sickness that the doctor's report gave you or the healing that God has provided for you everyone you meditate on the most is the one that will manifest in your life oh that might that'll catch you. that might hit you on your ride home tonight I'm not trying to be blessed pastor well how can you say that I I, I got more bills than I have money to pay same way I just said the other one whichever one you focus on that's the one you'll manifest in your life you focus on the bigness of God and his ability to meet all your needs there are one million ways he can get every bill on your table paid supernaturally too but if all you see are the bills they're only going to get bigger hallelujah Hallelujah. 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 I'm free. There's nothing like being free. We are on day 12. I don't know what aspect you are participating, whether you're in small groups, just doing the devotionals, just attending all of the services, but whatever you're giving to it, I'm telling you, one thing it's doing, I have progress this week. I put something on the altar, which is a real challenge for me. Uh, for the entire six weeks and so just to be transparent you know I didn't accomplish the goal the first week listen to me I didn't accomplish it this week but I did better this week than I did last week so how many know I'm heading towards and in the right direction so instead of getting all uptight about what you didn't do why not celebrate what you did course the first week I was disappointed because it was a goal all you can do is get up the next week and go at it again this week I still didn't hit it 100 but I've actually done better this week than I did last week I believe by that third week I'm gonna hit that goal because I can't recover it because of the type of goal that I set it's unrecoverable this week I just gotta wait till a new slate happens on Sunday but here's the point. I'm getting better every week. I think that's all God asks for. Money. I don't think he's looking for perfection. I think what he's looking for is growth. Now, I mean, if you just keep growing, eventually you're going to walk into your perfection. Hallelujah. The devil always wants to make you focus on the one mistake and forget about the 10 things you did right flip that focus on the 10 things we did right while we work on the one thing that we did wrong that's good you all ready tonight remain standing I left out of the sanctuary for a second because I believe the Lord instructed me to go do something so uh, I'm going to go ahead and pray over tonight's service remain standing and then we'll get into it. And so, Father, we just thank you tonight as we are on day 12 of our 40 days uh, or Connect 40 campaign, Father. And so uh, I can sense momentum, Father. I can sense it in the spirit realm. I can sense growth, Father. I can sense vision, Uh, becoming clear within the church as a whole father i can sense your presence in a greater way father saturday morning prayer father you're meeting us there every saturday and so father for just the little things that we've implemented thank you that your grace has been more than enough to fulfill each addition that we've added to what you've called us to do here the entrepreneurial workshop huge success, Father. We thank and give you glory for that. And so this week, Father, as we prepare our hearts for our small group Bible study tonight on Thursday nights, Father, I thank you that your grace will be with each and every one of us. There will be a power and an anointing on each of us to help each other tonight, to minister to each other's needs tonight, Father. There will be no negative judging here tonight, Father, but only lifting up and building up, Father. Not one person will walk out of here the same. We'll give you all the glory for all the good that have come out of this service, Father. Healings will take place. Miracles will take place. Signs and wonders will confirm your word following, Father. We give you the glory in advance for it in Jesus' name. And everyone that agrees with that prayer, shout it. All right, before you're seated tonight, we have a memory verse for this week. Does anyone know what that memory verse is? Do not grab your apparatus, put your Bible down. Put that Bible down. Put that Bible down. Put that Bible down. Anyone know what the memory verse is for this week? Anyone want to try to quote that memory verse? All right, you can be seated. You can be seated. That's why you always want to come ready. Because look what I had in my pocket. A crisp 100. Look at it. She's like, I know it now. I know. Oh, I got it crisp $100 bill. Look at y'all looking up, looking it up now. What was that memory verse? See, you just never know. You just never know. What is the lesson there? When you chase and follow hard after God, then the blessings chase and follow hard after you. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1 this week. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. Do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. And you wouldn't have had to get it word for word. As long as you had the context, boom, I brought it. You so say, you see, listen, you hear, I know it. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty <laughs> after I read it. So, I might just do little surprises like that each week. The goal is just be ready. Somebody out there praying in tongues, Lord, let him just bring that back. Let him just bring it. I know it. I knew it before he said that. I just, I had it. I had it. Let him bring that back. All right, let's get started tonight. Let's just go back over our three key points from this past Sunday's message, and then we're going to break out uh, into groups uh, as we did on last week. And so three key, po- three key points were, number one, we have the freedom to live like Christ. And, how you know, that won't happen automatically. You know, the illustration that my wife and I use is a lot. Uh, salvation, you know, a lot of people enjoy the experience of salvation and that rush that comes along with it. I know we don't get the the blessing of salvation until we renew our minds. So until transformation takes place, then we can't really enjoy the fullness of the experience that we had, and it's just like marriage. A lot of people love the experience of marriage. I mean, if you don't go through transformation, marriage won't be what you thought it was. And I need all the single people and marry people that understand what I'm saying, to say amen. 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 And so Romans 12, two says, To be not conformed to this world, but be ye what? Transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind, so that you can do what? Prove. What is the good, the acceptable, and the what? Perfect will of God. So then is it safe to say, if I never transform my mind, I'll never prove what God's perfect will was for my life. Can you all see that? Transformation is is very important. Point number two from this past weekend's message. We have the freedom to live with and on purpose. And again, we read Romans chapter 12. Every single one of you has a purpose. You were not just born. You were actually born with a purpose. And you're wired a certain way. There are certain gifts talents, graces, and abilities that are on the inside of you, that once you actually get in them, I mean, that's when your life will begin to flourish. And so in Romans chapter 12, reading one through eight, we'll have time to really talk about all of it. We did that on Sunday, but I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present, that word present means to dedicate your body as a living sacrifice. Isn't it interesting that he started off right away Letting us know we have to make a decision about our bodies. Now, if your body is like mine, if I don't keep it under, it'll take me places I don't want to go. Make me stay longer than I want to stay. And I'll always end up paying more than I want to pay. Am I the only one like that? Isn't that interesting? We've got to make a decision about our bodies to live holy with these bodies. To exercise these bodies. How many of these bodies don't want to move? All right, let me just just move on. He said, holy, acceptable unto God. And it's interesting, one whole verse, which is your reasonable service. Isn't that interesting? Then he says, and be not conformed to this world. We know the message says, don't let the culture of this world bring you down to their level. Like, if you're raising kids, you should always ask them the question, why do you want earrings? Why do you want a tattoo? Why do you want to wear your pants like that? And make sure that they're not allowing the culture of this world to drag them down to their level. Okay, and they're being a better example to the uh, culture that's around them. So it says here, be not conformed to this world, but be you, what, transformed by the renovating of your mind. Again, so that you can prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given to me to everyone that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to speak, but to think soberly as God has dealt to everyone a measure of faith or a degree of faith, which means it can be measured. So we all start with the same thing. I know it develops at different levels says here, for as we have many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let them use if prophecy, let us prophesy. According to the proportion of our faith or ministry, let us use it uh, on ministering, on our ministering. He who teaches and teaching, he who exhorts and ex- exhortation, he who gives liberality, he who leads with diligence, and he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. And we know that all of these are really, at the end of the day, careers, right? And so, if you've ever been in a restaurant, you know if someone is in their grace or not, the grace of serving. Right, And so I can recall one time this was in front of my kids. We were in Subway, and she didn't put the right meat on the sandwich. And so uh, I said, no, I actually didn't say that. I said this. And she said, no, you said this. Who's always right? The The customer. So she goes back, no, you said this. That's why I put it on there. Well, I apologize if I said that, but actually this is what I want on. So she takes what's on there with her, slaps it off, slaps on it what's on there, I mean, right about there, I said, you can keep that sandwich. Come on, kids. We're getting ready to get right out of here. I mean, no, that's not her grace. You ever been in a restaurant, fast food establishment, and you get nothing but attitude? It's not their grace. But you go somewhere like Chick-fil-A, I, I think they vet those people. <laughs> and put them in stressful situations through their training to see how they respond. Because I've yet to have a bad experience ever at Chick-fil-A. Folks, that's our goal here at Linked Up Church is that we don't give one visitor a bad experience at Linked Up Church. Number three, we have the freedom to praise God. And then we're going to get right into what we're going to do tonight. Uh, Matter of fact, since we have that freedom, why don't somebody just open up their mouths right now and just give God a good praise. And so Psalm number 100, verses 1 through 5, or stanzas 1 through 5, says, Make a joyful noise or shout to the Lord. And, and And I love this. It says, Serve the Lord with sadness. With what? How? So when you're serving, it's okay to smile. All the time. Serve the Lord with gladness. See, I heard a quote and it just makes sense. We should spend less time criticizing other people. And more time building people up. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God and it is he who has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates. Thanksgiving. Do you all realize every time you cross the threshold of the doors to enter into the sanctuary, you should say, thank God for another opportunity to come into the house of God. Because there are a whole lot of other places we could be. We go visit people every week in the hospital. Whole lot of other places. We ought to come in here with some thanks, thankfulness in our heart. Why? Because God's been good to you. I mean, he's been really good to you. Whether you realize it or not, God has been really good to you. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with what? Praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. And his mercy is everlasting. I like that. I, I have needed God's mercy over the course of my life. I'm glad I didn't get what I deserved. Am I the only one? Amen. Man, listen, especially prior to salvation, my God. Well, I was mentoring a young man today for 90 minutes. And i sharing my story with him because he's in a similar situation that I came from as a kid. And uh, just thinking about how good God has been to deliver me from all of that, his mercy endures forever. <laughs> how many of y'all know you're a manifestation of God's mercy? It could have turned out differently, but it didn't. His mercy endures how long? It's everlasting. And his truth endures to What? All generations, all right? Let's break out tonight. I'm going to stay right here with the fellas. If you want to come on over, you want to stay over there with that group, uh, get with a different group. But this is what I want you all to do, the same as last week. Try to go to people that you don't serve with and that you don't normally talk to. Okay? So you can get to know new people. One of the purposes here is to connect with new people. All right, and so let's go ahead and break out, and then I'll be the facilitator, so you all are my small group tonight, okay? All right, go ahead and break out. I'm right here. And so we're going to start off tonight with a little icebreaker, because I shortened it so we could actually spend more time talking and not rush through. All right, don't be shy now. Don't be shy. (laughs) Okay. Don't be shy now. Don't be shy. If you need to, walk all the way to the other side of the room. All right, so we're going to take about five minutes tonight, and we're just going to do a quick icebreaker, okay? Help you all break the ice with the people that you're sitting around tonight. Okay, if you can put the icebreaker up on the screen. All right, here's the icebreaker, okay? If you could shop for free at one store, which one would you choose and why? Okay, five minutes. Okay, just go around. If you could shop for free at one store, which one would you choose and why?